Hello, welcome to Donuggy. Power by Bet Easy. Round four is done, and we're going to have a look at it in depth with the man himself, Jay Clark, old tubby over here. Um, geez, you've put on some weight in the first four rounds, Jay. Good to see you, Dicko. Yep, the party pies in the media room are working for you. <laughs> and the man that's had no sleep. Yeah, he wants to uh, dream to be great as a golfer, and he's wearing the green jacket. Welcome, BJ. Green, Masters inspired. Masters inspired. I should have wore red. Yeah. This morning. Tiger's last day. What an outstanding achievement. And the man himself, Duck, he's going to wind up later in the second half. But welcome, Wayne. Yeah, Dicko. Gentlemen, wasn't it great to see Tiger Woods win another major? And a lot of people said he wouldn't never do that. A lot. I said he would, It was the best thing I've ever seen. It's the greatest sporting comeback in the history of sport ever. And he had his kids there, and that was awesome. Uh, that's the floodgates too. So back him uh, in the next major as well. Right, let's get straight into it, Ben Brown. Now, um, the man with the green jacket. Uh, you were at the uh, head of this because um, you highlighted what everyone was probably thinking for a number of years. But I'm glad you said that. Yeah. Well, you. Um, or, or we get everyone. You said we'll, he we'll fought. No, no, no. You fitted him beautifully to the media because you're calling it as you see it now, and uh, his um, antics or his uh, staging of free kicks. Um, was a highlight. Tell us your thoughts firstly. Oh, well, I did do that game, and there was two incidents before that which I thought were a bit iffy. Um, and obviously, playing against him and watching footy and being a past player, I've I've seen it happen before. So um, you got form. He's got form. So I could realise that Brent, he's had ten free kicks this year, equal most of any power forward, and he had forty-eight free kicks last year, the most of any power forward. So a bit of that is he's he's, he's actually a hard matchup. And don't get me wrong, he's an elite forward. I'm not questioning his ability as a, as a player. I just think that in big moments, and particularly in finals, if that, was, if that actually was to happen, I don't think the umpires are paying those free kicks. I hope they're not. So then from a team's point of view, it's like, Ben, we need a contest from you here. We need a, you know, so long term, I just don't think it's the right, right way to go about it. And what I saw in my observation, in my opinion, is that he... he Put a bit of mail on it to get a free kick. Yep. Yep. Well, the one, the, the ruck contest one was, I think it was a free kick, but he, he, you're right, he put heaps of mayonnaise on it, to, so he over accentuated the, you know, the, the contact. So therefore, the, you, then, then the there's other heaps three, of grey area. That's right. The you other don't three, know whether there was enough. The other force three were not free kicks. Two. I, well, the, two. Yeah. The other two were not free kicks. Sorry, he kicked one, didn't he? Kick one from a mark, but. Um, look, we all agree that we don't like to see it. But to see it, we all agree that we've all done it. But he's yeah, starting to do it. But he's starting to do it far too consistently. I mean, if yeah, you're well, doing it, if you're doing it every time you go near the footy or you're out of position, then that then becomes yeah. it becomes an issue, and it becomes something that we as ex-players we we don't like to see it. I don't think the fans necessarily like to see it. Certainly, the opposition supporters then get a real bugbear yeah. about how you go about it. So it's something that he'd like to take out of his game. I will say, he got asked about it after the game, and he got told your comments. And I thought he showed great respect to yourself because he. I, he, I, I like. He didn't ben. get angry. I, I went. Uh, he didn't he's get a angry. Great guy. Yeah, ben he didn't get angry. Guy. Didn't get angry. Just said, you know what? He doesn't go into a game, you know, planning to do it. Just something yeah. that it's crept into his game, and it and it does creep into people's games. And, it and becomes a bit the, of a habit. The position he's in because he's lacks some form, and watching them too, I, I probably understand a little bit how they do try and play keeping his off, and it's slow, and so. Uh, you know, in desperate times, we tend to do desperate things. And I've, and I've been in that position. I've, what I've, I've staged for a free kick, and I remember it vividly. It was when against was Carlton. Mitch Robinson did. He might have just pushed me in the chest or something. And I just kicked a goal and was in the goal square. And I staged or flopped. And I think the umpire at the time said to me, 
beach, don't do that. Don't stage for free kick or something like that. And then they were getting all stuck into me. And then I saw it post game, and I was just embarrassed. Mm -hmm. And I said, I'm never, I'm never doing that again because it was just, and so rightly so, people in the media or during the time in the commentary had a go at me, and I was just like, that's. Yeah, it was just, I said I'm never doing so it again. your own worst critic in that moment. Yeah, absolutely. Well done, well done to the Kangaroos. Obviously, bounce back, yeah. they get a win. But anyone that thinks, um, you know, that was a great game, four goals by bet, yeah, four goals. But, you know, there are, just for those people out there that say four goals, will he kick four, he kicked three, or Tom Lynch kicked six, there's such thing as a bad six, or not a great six, and there's such thing as not a great four. <laughs> and for me... That's not a great four. I mean, there's fours where you come out, you clunk them, you go back, you kick the goal, you know, you, you're up and about. He, you've had, he, he you've had seven he, he or eight. That as well. You've had seven or eight possessions. You've set up yeah. three or four. That's a great four. Mm. Two free kicks. Three. Three free kicks, three goals. That's not a great four. But <laughs> and it's, it, albeit still four. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know you take but those it, games. It is. And that's not Ducks games. race. We're, that's you're later gonna, on. <laughs> you're going to get four from free kicks, but in this instant, it was how old what the free kicks were. And, so, I'm a, and I'm a Tom Lynch fan, and he kicked six, but guess what? He kicked one, and then he got another one. Right. <laughs> how did, and another Jody Goose, how did, and another how one. That, how did that happen? Yeah. I mean, you know, so, and I think, you know, players know when they've kicked a, a, a quality six or yeah. a quality four over, you know, maybe, yeah, a little bit of luck. Yep. I liked Anthony McDonald to be where he's seven, but we'll talk about him a little bit yeah, later, because that was work, right? Yep. Uh, he's $10 for the Coleman, Ben Brown as well, and Adelaide's a talking point. We all had them top eight at least, maybe even top four. Uh, they're $2.50 for the eight now. What's your thoughts? Well, I'd ask, uh, be keen to ask you guys, what's not working for them, Duck? I mean, you've had a close look at the forward line in particular. Is it that connection? Well, that's, are, they, that's, are they too big? That's the thing, that that synergy between their, mid, their mids and their forwards is just non-existent. Their forwards, the, the numbers in their forward line have dropped off. Now, don't want to get too technical about it all, but I will say... <laughs> I've got a technical answer. But I will, but but I will say, uh, clearly... Jen they've worked Jenkins out. Jenkins loves to run back and back. He, he likes space. Jenkins doesn't like and, and funnily enough, the thing about Jenkins, and people think I pick on um, Josh Jenkins, I, I don't pick on him because when he plays well, I'm the first to say well done. I've seen him take pack marks. I've seen him kick five he's, goals on Alex Rance. He's one of the best. And, and, games and one on one and played yeah. like he's six foot five and hundred and five kilos. But then you watch other games, he playing like a five foot eleven uh, half forward flanker that doesn't want any body contact at all. So he's got to work out what, what size he wants to play. And when he plays his size, he can be a very damaging player. Tex Walker is another one who I, I, I admire and I think he's played some great footy. He's injured all last year, so I'm prepared to put a line through last year. He's had a great pre-season this year. He's, he's out of form. Eddie Betts was back to a little bit of form. Uh, Lynch, we know, is capable, but I think Lynch plays better when he's actually up the ground. So they've got all of these different reasons why, but that's the area of the ground that they seem to be falling down. So that's that's what, that's the work that they have well, to do. I, I did the game, as yep. we said. Uh, the ball use, they're, just, they're not as aggressive or as, as instinctive as they are. But I think it's structurally, I think what I've seen is it feels like they're a bit of a one-trick pony that... Yeah, no, I agree you, with you that. You didn't want to go into it, but their forwards, as soon as they win the ball, particularly in the back half, stretch the ground lengthwise. And so they're trying to create room for their mids and halfbacks through the mid. But when the opposition team done a good job or they're good defensive, they slow them up. Yeah. Where's, where's plan B? So I saw Tex try and get to a few long down the line contests because they had no other option. And, but he got there too late. Yeah. It was too far away from the ball. Their forwards, besides Lynch, are two kicks away. 
when they're slowed down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and if so, if they can't go fast and they can't get Smith led one, that, on the end of it. There's one rule, PJ, and it's always been a rule, and I don't care whether you, you, you can go back to um, McClure oh, days. One go back to McClure days. But if you've got the ball in a back pocket or a half on the half-back flank and you're held up and there's nowhere to go, there's only one place you can go, well, and, that's, go. and that's down the line. Yep. And if you're a big forward... Guess what? That's where you should be. And I don't care where you are. That's where you've got to get to. You've got to be that target down the line. And far too often, there's too many key position players in our current game because of the way the game's played. They want to lead up. They want a pretty little short chip or they want to run back into space or they want to Joe the Goose. They want all the... You know what they don't want? They don't want that physicality and that bang, that like Norton. How good was Norton the other night? Absolutely brilliant. I mean, the way he hits packs... He's, the, he's, the, he's an old-fashioned centre-half forward. You can tell he's going to be a gun uh, is he, is because he of that. Already? Was... I love him. Yeah. I love him already because of the way he attacks the so footy I'll, in the I'll, air. I'll, I'll just defend. quickly, while you're on that point, Darcy Fogarty's playing in the sample. What's he doing playing I, in the sample? You've got to play. I will, no, I will say one thing about Darcy, got a reason. Darcy Fogarty. No, well, by the way, the Darcy Fogarty is an Adelaide Crow player that hasn't played a lot of footy. I saw him close what? up last week, Dicko. He's yeah. not big. He's not much bigger than Jay. Powerful. He's powerful. What's his, What's the reason? Jenkins. They played Jenkins in front of him. In front of him. So how's there the was young talk, kid? There was talk of him going down back this year. To he's play not a big him. body though, BJ. Yeah, I know. He's, yeah. he's a solid body, but he's not tall. So don't expect him. He shouldn't be required to be that bullocking player. Yeah. That should be Tex and it should be Jenkins. But he's at ground level. He's outstanding. Yeah. He's powerful. And no, if I you're like going to get a forward going back, you've got to play this kid. They've got the Gold Coast Suns this week. They're twenty-three. They're favourites. Let's be honest. So can I defend the Adelaide Crows players for a second? Because it, I think they're doing what they're instructed to do. So... I'm sure they got Plan B, but I'm not. It does, it's not obvious what that is and how they get it. Then from Plan A, stretch the ground, make it big because that, that's what they want to do. Where's instinctive play? Yeah, Where's no, instinctive play though? When you're out on the ground and the coach, and I'm, I reckon you would have would have been a player, BJ, that might have uh, gone against what the coach says every I'm, now and then. When you're on the ground, I know I certainly did because sometimes the coach can be sitting up there and they'll have a plan and it's not working and you've got to say, you've got, got to get to have a feel yeah, for the game. We've got a licence on the ground yes. because and the coaches in Woosher and who I've worked for always said, you guys have a better feel for us. You've got to feel for it. You've got to feel you're it. You're on the ground. And if the ball's not getting to you, you've got to go up yeah. and you've and got get to it. go and get it. Exactly right. Quick, quickly then, boys, is the 2017 game plan, which Adelaide still seems to be using, is that outdated? Do they need well, a I don't move? think it's outdated, but I just think... Yeah, it's clubs clubs know what they're trying to yeah. do, and they know that once if they stop that, we got to evolve. Like BJ but, said, they haven't got another but plan. But I think every team knows what generally. But teams, the good teams and the great teams, have plan A, B, C, and they can skin the cat different ways. Mm. And we potted Melbourne a couple of weeks ago, saying they had an intervention about their defence, not Adelaide's defence. When they got the agate, the onion is uh, when they got the Using problems. It. The mm. use of the ball, like pre-season, they're the best kicking team. Elite. We love their midfield. They've got the talent there, don't they? Yeah, but as soon as yeah. a little bit of pressure yep. comes on, they're turning the ball over, and Hawthorne in round one had 28 intercept marks, mm. like six of all time. Like yes, just they, were, they, were the most, they were the highest scoring team for a, a period of time. That is no longer. No longer. <clears throat> Lastly, Bryce Gibbs was a good move to drop him. It didn't get... Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not in, well informed on this, so clearly they had their reasons, but I would have thought... He was fine in the footy, and twenty. What he had twenty seven last week, and it might have been twenty seven bad ones. But he's, you would have thought he's not far away from having twenty seven good ones. He's still fine in the pill and whatever. But if there was instruction there, Bryce, we need you to work on 
these elements of your game and he wasn't doing defensive. it. Yeah, maybe he was defensive or ta- whatever it is. So I, I, I'm not sure. Yeah. I, I don't wanna... Sometimes those decisions backfire. You, 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 I, I would think that they would have thought that they might have beaten the Kangaroos and then that but Maybe, but it, mate, was it about this is our culture, this yeah. is where we want to go. Yeah. Bryce have asked you to do this. I like word culture. Yeah. I know. Yeah. But this is where we want to get to and you're not upholding this. And yeah. it was a bit of a you know, sacrificial yeah. Yeah. lamb. Yeah, well, he was. He should I'm be not back sure. this week. On the flip side of that, when they're under pressure, who's the bloke that starts the chain and gets away with it? Bryce Gibbs. Score involvements. Like, he is the key barometer for Adelaide yeah, scoring. Absolutely, yeah, 100%. Yeah. We're going to take a break here on Don't Argue. After the break, Carlton St Kilda. Australia's most rewarding betting experience is here. My Rewards features a range of sports and racing promos and offers, including Bet Boost, all accessible with your own My Rewards hub. More offers, more often, more for you. Visit beteasy.com.au or download the latest app, Gamble Responsibly. Welcome back to Dan Argy, powered by BetEasy. We're going to talk Carlton. They're thirty-three to have the least wins for the season. Next best, Gold Coast Suns, eight bucks, and they've gone over their quota of how many wins they're going to have this year. So that was two and a half. They've done that. Where they at, Carlton? I think they're going really well. I really do, because I reckon the talent they've got in that side, that's a foundation you want to go uh, for a five-year plan with, is Bolton the man. I'm glad you said that, Dicko, that they're going well. I, I don't think it's all doom and gloom for the Blues. Uh, and we've said this a number of weeks now. I think they've got a number of uh, stars, mm. future stars in their team that, no I, would, that I would pay to go yeah. and watch. And no Kerno. No, he played, on the, he played on the weekend. Yeah. I did. Yeah, he did. Sorry, but, about So I would pay to go and watch all of those players yeah. play. So they've got a lot to look forward to. Average losing margin, you know, under 20 points. So for me... Yes, they've lost those games. They just need a win, BJ. I mean, we've all yeah. been in teams, Dicko, where you know it's something you just need a win for your confidence and yeah. the morale around the yep. footy club. I reckon they get a win. They, they're going to upset some teams. They nearly have already this year. Mm. They haven't quite. They've, oh, they've, I, been, they've been in nearly every they game have. they've played. Yeah. They came. They were a little bit behind against Richmond, but came back and made a game yeah. of it, but late. So seven and a half points average, average mm. losing margin. So I hope that Brennan Bolton and the club are like, boys, we're not far away. And I'm, I'm sure they are. Because, and I think their inability to close games and being in close is just through youth. They've got, they got more youth and they probably don't have quite enough experience, which they, they probably know that. So, watch, watch, for all the, watch for all the doomsdays out there. Oh yeah. Watch for all the doomsdays because people will be saying, Sack Bolton, he's not the right man for the job. Let's re-sign Shuey Jew. Let's re-sign Richo because everyone's three games. You know what? It is that. It is that fickle. Do not sack coaches <laughs> off one really poor year. Now I know Carlton have been poor for a while, but there's been reasons for that. They're building. They're yep. building. And like I said, like BJ just said, they've been competitive in all of their games. So let's not just jump the gun a little bit on on Carlton just yet. If they get to the halfway mark. And unlike the first four weeks where they, they're not competitive and they're get, getting blown away, so therefore the message is just completely lost and these kids are you know, not playing the sort of footy we expect them to play, then have that conversation. But right now, I think it's premature. The only thing I was critical of Bolts in the last year or so, like he's had 70 games, 15 wins, 55 losses. I've never heard him come out and tell the fans or give them any direction on what's happening internally. Like, he's always been a bit, stick with us. Like, on the weekend, did you hear him after the game? He goes, we're exciting. That's the first time I've ever heard him talk up his group on a positive front and say, 
we've got kids that are going to be serious future players. We are an exciting group, and he actually, it's the best I've ever heard him speak about his club and his team. He's got to promote it because they will be. As soon as they break the shackles, yeah. look out because, as you said, once that's off their shoulders, they're dangerous. Well, why, team. Why, why, why it's we, just taking him too long to come out and be positive. Yeah, no, no disrespect to Carlton, but why are we, why are we talking? We, we knew Carlton were going to struggle. Exactly. But just through youth the and their rebuild, th- th- there's no expectation. So why is there this well, over-exaggeration now of Bolton, he's not the right well, man for the job? Well, and that was on the back page they, of the paper. The 70, I read, I read somewhere they're questioning Soss and the, the um, list well, I management team. I don't, I don't think it's, it's got anywhere near the temperature rising just yet. I think uh, the external chat has been very positive about Carlton, to be honest. I mean, I don't think he's under any real scrutiny um, they know where at all. At. You've overstated that totally. Yeah, okay. they know where that. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. only okay, stating so, what I've read. So, no. so let's change tact a little bit here. Talk about expectation. I had St Kilda being the team that would, and I know they didn't win a lot of games last mm. year, but I thought they were going to really struggle. Now, for a number of reasons, we know Robin obviously not going to play. Carlisle probably probably not going to play. Paddy McCartan, you know, who knows whether Stephen. he's going to play. Jack Stephen, Hanabry. obviously Hanabry. I mean, <laughs> could there be a team with worse luck in the preseason than St Kilda? And guess what? <laughs> three and one. They, three three and one. one. They knocked the Hawks off on the weekend. So, you know, full credit to St Kilda and what they've been able to do over the first four rounds. Now, that's not, hey, don't re-sign Richo for five years. <laughs> Let's not do that. But well done. Well done to St Kilda Footy Club to, to put themselves in a position now where it just gives their fans something to, to cheer about and look forward to because, you know, at some point, hopefully Carlisle gets back and let's hope Paddy McCartan does and Roberton um, and Hanabry comes back hopefully halfway through the year and sort of finishes off the year in some sort of good manner and then another good pre-season. So just want to give a big uh, tick to the Saints. 375 to make the eight, the Sainers. Uh... I wouldn't be taking that. No. Okay. What are they doing better? <laughs> How have they changed? Well, they one, they're they're more... to be more patient with the ball. Yeah, the one, they're more competitive. So the foundation of any good team is to be able to compete for four quarters and consistently. So that big tick there. And it does look like they're a bit more composed uh, with the ball. Mm. Um, they did, they were... Not burning the footy. Not burning the footy, but they were very much about get it, switch it at every opportunity, yeah, get precious. it the open side. Yeah. And then... A bit shoving it through the corridor. Very so easy to shut down. You know, yeah. a, a little bit easy to shut down. Less so they're a bit more conservative, less, yeah. ri- less risky, but they're actually a bit more risky than other teams at the minute, which I think they've, they've kind of found the, the middle ground and they're def- clearly defending better. What they've, what they've got, and when they play well, they've got energy. Mm. They look, they look sharp. That's they easy look when quick. you're winning. Yeah, it, it is. But, you know, they, they look, and I know Hawthorne were a couple down, um, you know, so their rotations and all that weren't, weren't great. But, and then they, so over the whole day, they had blokes coming off, spending long periods off, and then in the end they had two men down completely. So um, St Kilda were running over the top of the Hawks. In actual fact, well done to Hawthorne to hang in With little. for yeah. as long as they did That'll. because... The Saints' energy and the, their speed in that they last quarter. They were decimated with injuries too, weren't they? They yeah. just looked. They looked sharp. Yep. So, no, I full credit to them. But the, the, the test will come against a better, a better team. Um, and I'm sure they're looking forward to it to test where they're at. But this yep. is a, a great start. Yeah, they've got a softer draw, but they're, they're beating who they, whoever's put in front of them. What were you thinking, Dicko, as uh, Jack Loney uh, lines up late in the game to kick the sealer? <laughs> he two, kicked two uh, goals. Left foot, foot out. Absolute moral. Yeah. Moral. Yeah. Uh, I thought he was an absolute moral. Yeah. Mm. I was nursing. What, 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 have, you d- what have you, what what have you, you done say? with him during the week? What's his kid? No, 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 no. He's worked on it for two years. He, he used to come in really slow and no, hot, no 
disrespect, but he's knee high to a grasshopper, and when he, he just trots in, he kicks with a bent leg. No so momentum. No, no momentum. Leg, no momentum. So we just got him going with some pace, and as soon as he started his runway, it was like, I'm going to turn and grab another beer. I don't oh, he loves this one. <laughs> <mate. laughs> this is money for old rope. This is oh, going straight jam. through. But seriously, he's worked really hard, and it was good, and his celebration said it all. Sometimes when the pressure builds up with the goal kicking, you sort of go, oh. You just need something, go off a siren or something against Carlton in round 21 or you back have, in 2001, something like that. You give credit to St Kilda <laughs> because they made change in their coaching group, didn't they? Brennan Laid, uh, Brett Ratton to help support Alan Richardson. And to this point, they look tactically sharper. I mean, from afar, I know, but this is a footy club which has which is been brave enough and bold enough to make some change and it seems to be working for them. And quickly, they're drafting this year. Once, yes. Tick. Once again, Rooks. Parker. Rookie. Oh, yeah. last year. Parker. Sorry, yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. Parker. He's Tom excited. Will tell. Tom will tell. Really. Once again, though, once again, this is what some people do. <laughs> um, we uh, a club starts doing well. We don't give credit to Richo. Just the new the new assistants we bring in. <laughs> but when it's time to sack someone, Richo. Don't worry, don't worry about the whole coaching group. It's funny how we can bend the truth, and you know how well, not we so. say it how we want yeah. to. All right. Yeah. Just I'll put it on you just quickly. Dollar forty Melbourne, two ninety five the Saints. That's nah, askew that market. Saints uh, should be closer. Yeah, should be. Based what, on for form. the eight? No, no, no. no this week's this game, week. Melbourne and the Melbourne Saints. Way so too short. Saints are two ninety five. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it's I'd, pretty good. No, no, it is. It is. Yeah, it's, it's, should it closer. should be a little bit closer than that. But I'd be. I think Melbourne have just sort of, like I said, Melbourne just needed to get that that win, like that win that you need sometimes, and that's exactly what. And they they were made to fight for it, Melbourne. Yeah. So I think that might be the turning point for them. Quick one: Is Seb Ross an A grader? Oh. No. Why? Oh, there's things that he lacks. How many goals has he kicked? Has he ever kicked? <laughs> has he ever kicked 25 goals in a year? No. I think I think I think, I think he's a, a, a good plus. or great accumulator of the ball. Is he so, an A grader? Sebi's got great attributes. Probably not an A grader. Just maybe just his ball use is just lacking a little bit. You're very good yesterday. Yeah, yeah he's, oh, a, he's great, a very, very yeah, good so player. Sebi's a great accumulator. Yeah. Hang on, when you become an A grader, yes, an A grader is a pretty good. Is a, well, <laughs> but, but we don't. This is pretty, pretty good. good. But we throw that around a lot. But an A grader is an all round yes. superstar. Superstar. Okay. But but he's he's not far from it. But I'm I just checking and and people some people. Question his leg speed, but he's actually got good. Yeah, he looked quick. He looked he looked sharp legs. yesterday. And he's a great yeah. kid. Works hard, so it's which good is to why Paddy Paddy well. Cripps. What great to see Paddy Cripps yesterday. Dying stages uh, have to go back and kick a big goal as skipper and as a as arguably the best on baller oh, in the skipper game goal. at the moment. Skipper, no, skipper's no, no, no. goal. I love that no, one. No, 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 more importantly, he kicked the goal. I think that's one of his areas in his game. Yes. He's only kicked 26 goals in his whole career, yeah. Paddy Cripps. When he kicks 26 goals in a season, he will be the best on baller in the game. Uh, Seb Ross, his best return, five goals in 2017. There you go. There you go, Duck. <laughs> All right, half-time. After the break, we're going to talk... Ducks roast, and it's Manny DeBoer. I'm going to throw it up because uh, it's going to be right after this break. BetEasy Same Game Multi is available across every AFL match on the BetEasy app. Simply combine your selections from the range of markets available on the same game, all in the one bet. BetEasy, official wagering partner of the AFL. 18+, plus, gamble responsibly. Welcome back to Don't Argue. It's Ducks Roast time. We normally do it off the top, but we just wanted to wind him up a little bit. The crank in the back is starting to go. What's on the uh, agenda, Duck? Well, what's on the agenda this week? Taggers. Taggers, taggers, taggers. Now, some people out there don't like taggers. Guess who the people that don't like taggers? 
all the A-grade on ballers. <laughs> they just want to run around and get the ball. They just want to say, oh, thank you very much, shake hands at the start of the game, let me get 35 and kick three goals. Are you KI kidding? Come on. <laughs> Everyone whinging about taggers. DeBoer, who I'd never heard anyone say a bad word about. You know, good, he's a great good guy, great fella. All, all of a sudden, great teammate. he's yeah. not a good person because he's actually playing on some good players. And you know what? He's getting under their skin. He's now taken two scalps. Dusty Martin, the great Paddy Dangerfield. In saying that, everyone who's up in arms and say, oh, you know, they can't do this, they're not playing the footy. You know what? They should be playing. People should be playing on these star players. And if they're I mean, not, why aren't the umpires pull him up on it and he won't do it anymore? Well, well, if clearly if he's playing within the rules, Correct. then let it go. And I'll tell you what, and we all love Paddy Dangerfield, he nearly had an Andrew Gaff moment mm. on the weekend. He threw a really, he threw the second one, a forceful backhander. Uh, DeBoer obviously annoying him, but he's thrown a backhander. If that had connected, um, it, Paddy would have been in real, yep. real trouble. It didn't connect, so I think Paddy will probably escape with a fine. But once again, that, that, that's, you're just playing with luck when that's involved. So for all those people out there that are worried about taggers, I tell you, they, they've got to come back. If I'm, if I'm the coach of a team... I'd be trying to create, if we haven't we haven't got one, I'd be trying to make sure that we're training someone to become yeah. one. Or just or just ask your midfielders to be more accountable from stoppage. It's more from the spread and in general play because they all go we all go and stand on one another at a stoppage. But then a lot of the guys said you go that way and I'll go this way. No, I think I'll I think the, the tagger, the, the <laughs> psychology of taking down their best midfielder, I think there's something. I'll tell you what we I'll tell you what we more than just team accountability. I'll tell you what we saw on the weekend. What, what do you mean by that? He means if you take down their best player, everyone around goes, Oh, hang on yep. a minute. Well, where's he gone? Where's that, danger gone? Yeah. I think that extra accountability helps with guess, Dusty guess, and Danger. Oh, guess sure. what happened yeah. on the weekend? Lockie Neal, Brownlow favourite on the weekend. Guess who stands next to Lockie Neal? Zach Merritt. First quarter. Lockie Neal, plenty of the footy. Zach Merritt, plenty of the footy. Goal. You know what the metres gained were? Something like 300 metres gained in the first quarter to Merritt and something like 24 metres gained to Neal. So who won that battle? Because you know what they did? They shook hands yeah. and they went, see you later. So, now, for, now, so once again, let me reiterate. You have to, there's no problem with someone being able to go there and lock down these Gun-on ballers have to realise that's going to happen every now and then. You can't have it all your own way. 450 still favourite for the Brownlow, Lockie Neal. Three BOGs and no votes. On he was still favourite. Might get one on the weekend, but... Tip on Woody, three. Yeah, Zach Merritt. Zach Merritt, two. And you reckon yeah. he squeezed him? Or there's Shield, Zach uh, yeah. Zarakis. Is... Yeah. And, okay. and where, where's the accountability from Neil? We're getting thumped by 50 at halftime. Mm. Why don't I go to... And play on Zachy Merritt and tighten up a bit. Well, that's exactly right. Yeah. I totally agree. Yeah, I'm agreeing with you. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. All right, Giants also uh, hard to win down there at GMHBA Stadium, but they did it in fine fashion coming off a belting two to the Tigers. They've always been in contention, a couple of prelims. and uh, I reckon um, we, wrote, we wrote them off last year, Dico. At the end of last year, was Skilly, Scully, the loss, Dylan Shield. It was a bit of a reset coming off two prelims. I, I don't think they were considered an absolute front runner for the for the flag. Brendan's but eyebrows I they're, raised. Oh, yeah, he, he rates them clearly. But I, think, <laughs> I, I said th on this show in week one. Mm. Yeah, but I reckon that went against anyway. the, the grain. I don't think every, most people are saying that. Certainly in the Herald okay. Sun selections Cause I, cause or I just think that, most predictions. Because they're, they're out of sight, out of mind up there. You don't yep. know what's going on. And I read a few things about I see Cameron and a couple of guys having their best pre-seasons yeah. ever. And I said that's no, that doesn't guarantee success or whatever, but it just shows the mentality and the mindset 
and kind of how hungry they are going into a season and the maturity. Does yep. No Ward hurt them? Oh, mate, he's a star. Massively? Have they got a replacement? Or Jacob sca- yeah, it's scary someone else just comes up and fills fills the void. That's how good they yeah. are as a list, and they don't have that depth no, at the very right. bottom anymore. But they've still got the guys, I'm sure. One thing that they don't have as much of because they've lost so much talent out of the group, they don't have the depth. But uh, Ward hurts him. He's a he's a star Ward. He's he's. He's not far behind Joel Selwood in terms of a leader and how hard he is at the footy, but he's obviously going to be sorely missed. I, I think they're, a, I think they're a, a big chance, but they need some luck with injury. Yeah, round forward, but just yep. hold that, but they're, they're setting themselves up well. I'll tell you the big story that's brewing um, on the sidelines is, is the deals with Kelly and Cornelio because clearly these are two players. Trying to get them out as well? No, no, listen <laughs> to me, Duff. They, ha- they were having a look at the club and, and how they were going into this next phase. And, th- and clearly they're both fielding big deals from rivals, but with GWS on the direction they're, they're on at the moment, it's hard to see those two boys leaving that football club. I know they can make big money back in Melbourne, but um, just you, you make there are great times. Everywhere else, you're always worth more money elsewhere. Yeah, that's just it's that's reality. reality. Yeah. It it's yeah. always has been. It's just yeah. now the money a lot bigger, and maybe the gaps just increase a little bit How because teams more? are. Oh, oh, look, yeah, <clears throat> I reckon Kelly and Keneally would be looking at uh, 1 to 1.2, probably Kelly, one uh, point, from, one point, let me finish, Brendan, please, 1.2 at GWS and Keneally 1 million at GWS. Yep. They could earn 1.5 each elsewhere. Wow. And because the salary cap's increased now, like West Coast have got two players and a million dollars, Richmond have got some high end, so they, 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 they can afford... Um, they can afford seven-figure contracts. Brody Grundy's looking at a one, $1 million deal. But I think at the moment, they'd be looking at this club going, this is where I want to be. Yeah, that, that's r- but r- I'm sure they're worth that to G- GWS, but they, I don't think they can pay it. If, that, if the team wants to be successful, that some, it has to be compromised. They're worth that, but they, they, they all, four or five of them are worth that. I, don't, I just don't like, the, I, I don't like the commentary and the cheering for players to leave GWS all the time. This is a young club trying to make their way, and they've lost so much talent already. Uh, you know, let's... You know, like when Mark Murphy was out of contract, and yes, he's at towards the end of his career, but people weren't cheering for him to leave Carlton. Mm. They were saying, oh, you know, how good would it be for him to stay there? Let's let's celebrate and cheer for these players to stay on at GWS and, and be a part of maybe that first premiership for this young club. I mean, I, I just oh, don't like the commentary around cheering for... I'm not, no, I'm not just saying Jay. Yeah. No, no, general. he brought up a point about just how the footy public... Kind of there was yeah, this hate on like, GWS yeah. because I don't they think got gifted is. this, gifted that. So that's where I think yeah, that, that comes, comes from. from. And it's interesting we talk about contracts all the time. The only guy to nail contract negotiations in the last 30 years is Cuda. Just take a percentage of what the salary cap is because you know it's going to increase. <laughs> yeah. How smart was that? Mm-hmm. Million dollar man right behind Duck was on 1.4 back in 1998. Um, scoring. Why haven't the rule changes? And we say this because Clark after the game goes, mm. you know, we're not scoring enough and the rule changes have had the opposite effect. What do you think? I thought it was a nice distract, clever distraction from Clarkson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hawthorne on the slide a bit. Oh, hang on, look over here. This the scoring's down. So I Hit thought his old mate David Rath between the yeah. eyes uh, under under the bus. But it is it is peculiar um, that the, all these rule changes were made to help open up the game, increase uh, the free flow of the game. But scoring is down three points um, this season. Inaccuracy is, has been a factor, but also the styles of game boys. Game styles. It's more game style. I'm going to Bulldogs. Do teams want to play this keepings off brand now? I, West Coast I've been, I've been saying this a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, that, that, but they've got different gears and different plans to do it, and I've watched them 
twice. But there's just a conservativeness with teams because the differential in the winning margin is scores from turnovers or has been. You could look at most games and we lost by eight goals. You kicked six more goals from turnovers. So there's pr- practically the game right there. So Safer with the ball. Safer with the ball. And essentially Richmond kind of started the trend, I think, based on what they had as a list and said, we can't play the high-kicking, high-possession, aggressive football that Hawthorne did and a couple of teams were mildly successful. So let's play a bit more conservative. Doesn't open open us up defensively if we do turn it over down the line as opposed to the middle of the corridor. It's not going back overhead because we've set up behind the ball. So it's clear to me last year Collingwood copied or took a lot of Richmond's game plan and implemented mm. it and based on what they had. So they probably had the similar list, so they thought it would work for them and it did. But I think more teams are doing that. And that's what I think that teams are just, it's become slow. and so It's almost like an NFL game, an NBA game. First three quarters, let's be a bit conservative, let's score against or score from turnovers. Last quarter. Go for yeah, it. Because it's close, because no one scored. It's close so or if we're down on. by two or three, let, let's go. Well, let's get why, energy in the game. We love the bomber, which is why I love the Bombers when they're playing the way they are at the moment, because they, they play an exciting brand. Brisbane are the same, playing an exciting brand. There are teams right now that are playing that crap that I wouldn't, but, 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 I wouldn't, but, but, I wouldn't pay two bob to go and yeah. watch. And I, I think, I hope it'll open up. I think... Um, you know, whether that... And it's working. Whether the teams are in games for longer yeah. and they're giving yeah. themselves a chance. If you're good enough, they're going to win more than they lose. It's been oh, an adjustment I mean, in the I betting hope, too. I hope not. I the hope unders, not. plenty of unders and total points. Yeah. And that's one of your favourite bets, isn't it? I like the unders. Yeah, you do love it. All right, three-quarter time and we're going to head into the last doing the quick hands. You're listening to Don't Argue. Powered by Bet Easy. With BetEasy Sky Vision, not only can you watch every Australian race live, you can now watch and bet in portrait or landscape mode from the one screen within the BetEasy app. Simply rotate the phone and you'll see how we've raised the game. BetEasy Sky Vision, gamble responsibly. Welcome back to Don't Argue Power by BetEasy. The quick hands, a quick comment from you guys about the Gold Coast firstly. And we called them two and a half wins for the season. We're going to back them more overs and they've cleared that already with three. Well, well done. Simple yep. as that. They, they could be four and zero. They could be zero and four. But That's our club, but they're not. So well done to Stewie Jew. And, and the Gold Coast, and I, what I did here, just quickly, yep. they had a really, really, really good pre-season, probably 25% more difficult than what they'd done previously. And they are super fit at the moment. Will they hit the, they'll hit the wall at some point yep. with a young list, but uh, they're going well. Yeah, yep. Kudos. Kudos, things, kudos. Yeah, yep. Things are working for them. The the inclusions, the the draft picks. It's it's all going well. And Stuart Jude, tick. Mm. I know it's only a month in, but the Hawks last year top four, and no one expected them to do that. The injuries ruined their year so far. It's getting close to that. I reckon they're reaching a tipping point. I mean, without O'Meara at the weekend, that midfield was very young, and then they lost Stratton and um, James Frawley, their two key defenders, um, in that second quarter. I think it's going to be very difficult for Hawthorne over yeah. the next month to Stratton get Stratton longish term. What's his? Oh, sorry, Stratton concussion. So that's okay. a that's a day to day, week to week thing. And Frawley's out for four. Shields and Burgoyne won't be playing this weekend against Geelong. I think they're really vulnerable against the Cats. The Cats could have a, a decent win this weekend just because of the cattle Hawthorne's got. I think Clark doesn't have to work a miracle to get him up on Easter Monday. All right, Essendon, the other one. Uh, hooker back. Gee whiz, I was there live watching it. Tip on Woody. Yeah, well, you can speak of this. He got up the halfback yeah. and then he was the target inside 50. His yeah, ability Waller. to run was... So everyone out there, it's Waller, it's not Tipper. Mm. Tip yeah. is his brother, it's Waller. Yeah, like Waller from Tiwi Islands, wasn't Waller. it? Yeah, yeah. And, he's, and, and a wallaby is his um, indigenous uh, animal. animal. So Waller it's Waller. And Tone. 
Tony. He Tony, loves we call Tony. Him Tony. So great big Tony. you know, mate, he's it's, it's a great story. But I was he's a great kid. Uh, so impressed. His fitness. His first ever two k ran as a VFL player, or in his might have been uh, top he, up. Top yeah. up. Yep. Yeah, was eight minutes thirty. Eight thirty. <laughs> Really? Yeah. And then he and uh, wow. three years ago he then ran a six six forty. That's wow. incredible. So mm. like, mate, he's worked his butt off. He'd come in the club. He, he asked to work at the footy club. So I think because he so he can have access to the gym whenever he wanted mm. to and outside of the VFL playing VFL footy, mate. He, he's always there w- working, training, getting better. And and uh, everyone was critical of him his first two weeks, but he's gone back to. The wall of the pressure, yeah. elite pressure. Champion data said he's an elite pressure forward. Mm-hmm. Going back to that, and mate, there's no beautiful one, shot at goal. Absolutely, there's no one. There's no one cleaner or has better skills than my left and right at foot. At the club or in the game? Oh, I'd nearly say in the game. Yeah, yeah. unbelievable no, he's, he's skills. Yeah, he's, beautiful. He's kid. good. He's just he's he's so Natural. compact. Yeah, it's because he's such such a compact player. Mm. He's, you know, and I'm talking about he can hit a low hard one. He can hit a weighted. I'm not saying he's just, you know. Yeah, no, he can do it all. He's he got can all do it skills. all. He got all. The just quickly on him, off the field, right? This is a guy who, when he came to Melbourne, age 15 or 16, <clears throat> had to learn English. Had, adopted, yep. Had to had to learn to read and write properly. He was at a grade one level in his education when he first moved to Melbourne. So off the field, the hurdles he's cleared is unbelievable. He's almost the best story in the game at the moment, and had a rough start to the season, yeah. and has and has bounced back. So do you take your hat off? Here's a man that has taken control, not only of his career but his, of his life at yeah. a young age. At 14, 15, said, with respect, I need to get out of here, yeah, far north, uh, and I need to. Change the direction of my life. Yeah. And what a role model! Thankfully, yeah. thankfully, there was someone around that took him on board and wanted yeah, to get his get in school. I need to get in school. I can't read and write, and it's incredible. And well done to Wusher for after the second round because he he and others were not obviously playing well, but to stick stick with him because yep. his last two weeks have been brilliant. What Chris about Wusher's big shine on the Ka- weekend? Kyle Hooker. He should never play four again, BJ. <laughs> is he the most natural-looking backman you've ever seen? Him and Hurley is a great combination. If I'm an Essendon fan, I'm saying they should not leave the back half for the rest of 2009. Are you with me? Well, yeah, but it's good to have flexibility. And it was it was a trial, trial and error. Tried it, but well, he's, he's still got the ability to go there. Oh, it's back. And Hurley, Hurley's better for it now. More leadership, experienced head, um, looked more comfortable. So, And I know... <laughs> Hurls would like someone else there to give him a chop out. So, um, yeah, it, great comeback by Hooksy. Yeah, no, he was great. He's arguably one of the best marks in the game when he's on. He's recovered like beautifully since you tried to chase Buddy down in that pocket. Like, <laughs> oh, you had to bring it up. It's, that, like, just, it's like the press. It's hard to come back yeah. from. It's just never going away. <laughs> it's hard to come back from. Oh no, I was there. I saw it like he's pretzels. Yeah, making uh, Essendon dollar eighty to make the eight. Um, this is your favourite segment. What are we going to be talking about after round five, Duck? Uh, I think everyone will be right on the coattails and on the back of the Bombers after Good Friday. Oh, stole my thunder. Good Friday game against the North. Kangaroos. They will be... Uh, it's going to be a good game, that one. I'm wrapped at the Kangaroos one on the weekend because uh, this this now is a big game on Good Friday, so I can't wait for that. But we'll all be talking about the Bombers after it, I think. Oh, well, stole my thunder. I was going to say the Bombers are... Bombers are back. You bought into this segment. You were going to actually say well, something. You'll love it. Bombers are fresh in my mind, yeah. Yep. Jay? Yeah, I think next Monday uh, we'll be talking a bit about the Hawks and that midfield and needing to get the cattle back. All right, yeah. okay. Um, well done today, boys. Outstanding work. Uh, 
in the votes, as always, and I missed out. Leave us a rating and review, iTunes, uh, give us a five-star. And if you like the show, well, tell your mates to tune in because on Thursday, we've got Brisbane at the Gabba against Collingwood and a little bit nervous, Collingwood, because two thirty-five for Brisbane and $1.60 for the Pies. Uh, they're a bit flat on the weekend, um, Brisbane, so they'll be on last, last year, last year in that... What? So they've been up for three weeks, mm-hmm. young list. Yeah. Did you say that last week? For a lull. Yeah, we thought that. But last year, when Collingwood played Brisbane up there, classic game. Yeah. Collingwood just got over the line, and guess what? Goals galore, it was. Goals, 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 points, goals. All right, you heard it first. You've got to back the overs, total points from the duck. Uh, the line is nine and a half in that game. Enjoy your Thursday night footy. We'll be back on Wednesday. Jay, me, and uh, Jacob Wilson with all the stats. Thanks for tuning in to Don't Argue. Power by Bet Easy. <laughs>